everybody, and welcome to Comic Club, your friendly neighborhood comic book podcast. I am your host, Blaine McGaffigan, and I am joined, as always, by Adam, Adman Cook. Hey, Blaine, great to be here. Great to have you. We are streaming today live from the Comic Cave. Each month, we read a new comic or graphic novel and break it down in the show. This is our spoiler-free, shorter episode where we introduce which book we are reading and chat about our first impressions, including The Bare Bones, who this comic is for, and judging a book by its cover. This month, we'll be reading Fear Itself. Adam, give us The Bare Bones. In Fear Itself, Earth's mightiest heroes, the Avengers, must fend for themselves after the Asgardians leave Earth just as a mythic hammer is recovered and an evil prophecy has begun. All right, Blaine, why are we reading Fear Itself this month? Because we are on a Marvel event series. That's right. In 2023, we, of course, had Miracle Man Summer. We had Scott Pilgrim Winter. And now we're jumping into, for Q1, Jan, Feb, March, Marvel event season. We've had a ton of fun with these series we've been doing. It helps us kind of, you know, uh, maintain our our knowledge around the subjects and, and have more insights and able to talk about it. And this is just one we wanted to do. And when we talked last month about Siege, that was kind of whenever I started checking out of some of these Marvel events. And this is one I always wanted to read because this is written by Matt Fraction, who go back and check out our past episodes. He also wrote Hawkeye, which Comic Club loved, and we did a big series reading the Hawkeye series. Uh, fantastic comic. And this is his shot at doing a Marvel event. This is when Bendis was kind of leading the charge with events for a long time, and then they started rolling in Rick Remender and Matt Fraction, and then Jonathan Hickman's going to join the fray. So next month, we're going to continue doing Marvel events with Avengers versus X-Men, but here we are in the fear itself. My memory of this book is this one was not as well regarded, and this is when people were starting to have event fatigue because of the number of like side tie-in issues in all the books across the Marvel line. And um, and again, like I remember that opening issue with Sin and stuff like this, and I was kind of like, eh, I'm good here. But um, you know, I I'm I'm one or two issues in, and um, you know, Stuart Immonen's art is pretty dope. What about you, Adam? What are your first impressions of Fear Itself so far? This is my first time uh dabbling in fear itself so i'm just kind of along for the ride at this point i'm one issue deep and i'm just liking having sort of some classic good guys versus bad guys it doesn't seem too complicated yet we got a clear villainous presence with sin the daughter of the red skull i don't know anything about sin this is my first exposure to sin so that'll be cool but i always really liked Red Skull as a villain. I think that he was kind of one of the better villains, um, at least of the MCU, if we're just talking about the movies. I, I, I've i always thought that the Red Skull was just a good villain. His motivations are very clear and defined. Power-hungry megalomaniac. And he's an incredible, you know, visual spectacle too, like very iconic looking too. And so 
Um, excited to see his daughter now in the mix. And then we get a big dose of Asgardian stuff, which I think is always fun to have them kind of mixed within, like not just doing a Thor story, but mixed in the Avengers. So it's kind of these cultures colliding. Yes. Something you said about Red Skull that I think I always love is kind of not Nazis. I don't love Nazis, but I like this sort of story trope where Hitler was trying to gather all of these mystical artifacts and bring them under, you know, his Third Reich, right? And so you you see this in Indiana Jones, you see this in Hellboy, and you see this in, like you said, Captain America, the first Avenger, and a lot of Red Skull stuff where they're always trying to it's like marries the historical world war ii stuff where you have a very clear bad guy with some mysticism and some magical stuff and it it kind of creates this really cool clash that is always fun i think to revisit and here sin is kind of continuing the legacy i did like a quick wikipedia and she is actually an old character from maybe the 50s um or maybe no maybe not that old but um an old character that Brubaker started to bring back in his Captain America run. So uh, she, like with Crossbones and Sin, so Brubaker was the one that started to wrap her back into the universe and then give her a prominent role here with Matt Fraction's Fear Itself. He's so good at that. He's he's so smart about being like, you know what, that character was cool. We should just bring them back, right? Totally, totally. And, you know, his his run is going all throughout this time right now where it, it goes where, you know, Cap dies and then Bucky gets the shield and there's just – it's so rich and I love all the flashbacks into the history as well. So it's a great, great era of Captain America if you're also looking for something to read along with Fear Itself. So let's talk about who this book is best for – This is where we break down who we think is the perfect audience for this book. If you find yourself in any of these categories, you have to pick it up. And if not, join the comic club and read it with us anyway. Adam, who is this comic for? This comic is for fans of multi-generational family stories. Readers who are afraid of the upcoming presidential election. Occultists. Franklin D. Roosevelt stands. Everyone that read Neil Gaiman's Norse mythology book. Oh, yeah. And Marvel event completionists like us over here at Comic Club. We hope you pick up the book and join us. It's going to be a fun one. Let's move over to judging a book by its cover where we like to imagine ourselves walking through a comic shop and happen upon the book sitting on a shelf. What do we think about the cover? What does it say about what's inside? How cool is the logo and everything else? Adam, let's judge this book by its cover. So this cover kind of gives us a classic late 2000s uh, Marvel cover where they they love doing these stacked images, you know, giving you a two two image thing right on top of each other. And this one's separated by the title. So the top image, we got the Avengers front and center. We got Cap, we got Spidey, we got Iron Man, we got Wolverine. Incredibly classic lineup. And then Fear Itself which behind it, it looks like there's some kind of a, you know, mythological symbol, a dragon perhaps, a serpent, a demon maybe even. And below that, we see Thor, who is 
bruised, beaten, uh, laying on the ground, you know, maybe dead or near dead. And um, it looks like someone else is holding his hammer, if you can kind of look a little closely, and he is, you know, near death. Uh, So I think this is a really intriguing cover, and I would definitely pull it off the shelf. I really love the character work, and I think it's just a great representation of kind of the big name superheroes that Marvel have. And if you see this, you would definitely check it out and say, what are they up to now? Yeah. And we talked about the sort of branding initiatives that they did last month in Siege. And all of the books had this same kind of like middle fear itself logo, whether it was green or it was purple or whatever, it kind of has that same branding to make the line, you know, cohesive across as you're walking into the comic shop. The The costumes are super classic here. I love Thor's like helmet with the, the feathers, you know, the feather kind of wings of mercury on the sides of his, above the, his ears. And then this also features uh, Captain America here, not with his shield and mask, but kind of at, in this, uh, you know, military-esque commander, whereas his mask is off and it's kind of, you know, the cap as soldier, cap as leader, general kind of, you know, commander of shield or whatever. I kind of love that era where he's puts down the shield and he's going to be the leader. It's really cool. Yeah, it's like an all black and white uniform, it looks like. So it's it looks very tactical, much yes. more modern. And like you said, uh, no helmet, no mask. So just his face is front and center. Looks awesome. Yes, it does. All right. That's going to wrap it up for our first impressions episode. We just scratched the surface, but next month we are going deep into spoiler territory Please join us. If you enjoyed today's show, go tell a friend and leave a review on your podcast app of choice. You can follow us across the internet at Comic Club Podcast. Go pick up a copy of the book and join us in a couple weeks. Adam? Comic Club out. Comic Club is brought to you from Upper Esh Media. This episode was edited by Adam J. Cook. Our intro and outro music is by Tiger Cup. Katie Livingston at Living Kate designed our logo. If you enjoyed the episode, tell a friend, follow us on social at Comic Club Podcast, and join our Facebook group to continue the conversation online. Remember, everyone, read more comics. <laughs>